0: Hey, 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 world. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist, and the host of Blog Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Beautiful Masterpiece. So, hey, guys. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday, and happy birthday to my amazing, handsome grandson, Trayvon. He is turned 8 today. I am his Nana. And nobody says Nana like Trayvon. Is it Nana? Nana also happy birthday to Nivea. Bobo's granddaughter. Her beautiful granddaughter. They both share the same birthday. Happy birthday to my tough, tough, tough Tauruses. Yeah, they are a Taurus. and Believe me, Trayvon is a true Taurus. So, uh, they are so amazing and so beautiful. Um, uh, Nevaeh has just got the sweetest soul. Beautiful young lady. She is now a teenager. So, guys, so today I want to talk a little bit about a lesson that I learned. Um, one of the things that used to, um, bother me was that I grew up in a poor family. And I'm talking dirt poor. Um. And then I realized the values and the lessons that I learned from each of them. That poverty is bad, <laughs> but people who may be poor may be rich in values. And that it has made me who I am today. And on this Mother's Day week, because I feel like Mother's Day is every day, on this Mother's Day, I had to think about the value that I learned from. My mother, um, who taught me how to read, who said always have a book in your hand, always read. Right, my mother t- has taught me that from the time I was born, and that it that that sticks with me because I read every day. Um, it helps me evolve. It helps it change me. It changed me in such a way that you guys have no clue. Secondly, um, my uncle taught me. My Uncle Khaled taught me consistency. Right? My Uncle Khaled played the flute since he was 14 years old. Um, But he always missed one note. And I had never seen a flute player before. Heard of him. Actually, I thought it was the Pie Piper. Being real, I was a little girl. I was like, oh, you play the flute. And I was fascinated by it. I was fascinated by it. So... He went and he taught me to stay consistent about what you want. And I learned that through my uncle. I learned from my Aunt Linda. And this is a lesson that I think I probably, she took no shit, right? She took absolutely no shit from nobody. But the one thing I think that in the process is she never she taught me Stop allowing people to repeat stuff. And I just got that lesson recently. So I don't allow people to repeat bad hate behavior or mistreat me. And that's real talk. Like, that that's probably... And back in the day, it became so consistent. And up until one day, it was a snap. where I was like, I'm done. You're not going to mistreat me. And people think that mistreatment is... Um, that... It, mistreatment isn't the, isn't their actions. I had a I had a client, right? I a recent a, a old client that would just tell me what they want to do, and then after two to three texts or um, Facebook messengers would say, "Hey, how you doing?" And I remember in school. School has taught me that. I was in school. And the teacher was like, my, my professor was like, listen, I do not tolerate disrespect. I understand that you're paying me. I understand that it's business. But respect in business means everything to me. And I became to the point where I'm no longer working for that individual anymore. Um... And and that's been valuable for me, right? And, and, and it has taught me not to tolerate things. So this is the things that have made me who I am today. Uh, I was talking to someone the other day and they said, you're you are in beast mode. And I said, no, I'm in better mode because I have to be in better mode. I have so much to give to this world. I have so much to give to this world. Talent, inspiration, charity, philanthropy, whatever you want to call it. And every day that I enter someone's life, my goal and my mission is to inspire them. To open a door for somebody. To share my knowledge. Folks can post a lot of stuff. You know, what I see on Facebook is, and it it grinds my gears. Is every time somebody does something for somebody or they do a charity or, or whatever, they post pictures and I get it on the branding part because I am I do branding. But I realize that some people don't do it for branding. They do it to celebrate what they're doing. And that's cool beans, right? That's cool beans. If that's what you want to do, cool and beans, right? But I also know that those people don't realize that sometimes charity is in secret. Charity is in secret. And that's deep for me. Um, For me, I, I think that you have to do it out of love. And I know that some people do it for brand building. See, it's a big difference. There's some people who do what they do, and they do it because they genuinely love what they do every day. And that's, again, cool beans. But there's other people who do it for clout. And we know it. And that's cool, too. Um, because somebody else is benefiting from benefiting from it, and I had to look at that that way. But I, for me, I want to operate in love, and I don't need to tell everybody. Somebody said that you know, if people really knew my children, said my son said to me, I said, if people really knew all that you do, and I'm not talking about um, the stuff, but all that you do for other people. Without ever saying a word. He said, my, you be, you be, they they don't know. And people don't. And that's okay. And I don't want them to because here's the reason. I do it out of love. I don't need an accolade to act in love. Um, and that's because I grew up around an aunt who did things for me in love. And my brother and my sister. My aunt could have easily reported my mother to CPS, which is Child Protection Services. She qualified. I promise. (laughs) She qualified. No disrespect, but she did. She qualified. She qualified. But my Aunt Cookie acted in love. And she took in these kids that she did not know. She didn't know us from a hole in the wall. As a matter of fact, it wasn't like it was an introduction or nothing. Took in an entire family in her two-bedroom apartment. Rented my mother a room. Right? And took us in and took care of us. And she she showed me that charity comes from the heart. You ain't got to be a millionaire to give of your time, your energy, and your space. You don't have to. You don't have to um, do something... For clout. So my Aunt Cookie was taking care of us. My Aunt Cookie showed me. Uh, you make no way. To make something out of. To take some nothing. And make something out of it. And that was. That's, that's amazing. Because the best breakfasts that I had. Was her oatmeal. Two slices of toast. The oatmeal would have canned milk. And a, a splash of butter. And sugar and cinnamon. That was the best breakfast, or her signature, two ball eggs, two slices of toast, a little jelly on the side, and a cup of tea. Best breakfast in the world, or farina. Same thing, best breakfast in the world. Best breakfast in the world. See, those are the things and the values that people instill in you and give to you to make you better. I would not be the mother that I am today. If my aunt Cookie didn't take me in. I'm not a perfect mother. Right? But I'm a mother that's filled with love. A mother who does not quit on her family. No matter what people say. No matter what people think. I'm going to go hard for mine. My kids don't have to be scholars. Because I know their heart. And I know their their spirit. And I know that they're going to act in a certain way. Because I've instilled values in them every day and what they they don't need to they don't need to be what other people are I don't want them to ever settle I don't ever want them to settle but I want them to be inspired and empowered I want them to be inspired and empowered because I know that I will leave a lesson of legacies for them to always keep in the back of their mind heart and spirit and that's more valuable than anything in the world Um, and I say this to you guys today because kill your shame with the values that you got out of it. A lot of times people hold on to the shame versus seeking the value. And I had to learn that lesson. I had to kill my shame and find the value and why I am who I am today. That in poverty I knew how to survive some ish. Poverty made me humble. To this day, that's that's something nobody, I'm very humbled about who I am. All the accolades and all, and when I say accolades, I've written books. I I have a book that was on the bestsellers list on Amazon. Um, you know, I've hung around some cool people. I've worked for great people, um, but that doesn't make she. It doesn't make me. What makes me is the values that I received from the people that I was around. And I know that a lot of times people seek for clout. I seek value. I seek value and I seek great relationships. And that that, that was recently something that I took from that. That was how I killed the shame of not having the things that I need. ...that I brought value to the table. I'm I'm imperfectly imperfect. But on every occasion, I've brought value to somebody's life. And if nothing else, I have accomplished. If nothing else, I've accomplished that. People can say a lot of things about me. But they know that I've brought value. Some level of value. And that's what we have to teach Our babies is to, or and our children, and the people that we love bring value. Bring value. Take the kill the shame of of being the poorest person in the room. Kill the shame of allowing people to take how you look, the way you dress. Let me tell you something: the raggedest person can be the smartest person. I remember, I remember seeing that on the train. I'll never forget. I had to be about 14 years old. I was just learning how to ride the train. I was going to high school. So I was riding the train to Manhattan from Brooklyn to Graphic Communication Arts and GCA. (laughs) And I remember seeing this woman who was was on drugs bad. She was on drugs bad. Um, And I just remember seeing her at her worst. And I didn't know this woman. I I I, I just had um I had a sandwich, a, a hero because that's what we called it in New York City, a hero. I gave the woman my hero, and I said, you know, you're just gonna be somebody great. I don't know why I'm saying this to you. Uh, she said, but do you see how I look? And I said, no, I just see it in your spirit. And I was 14 years old, but I saw her greatness. That's the one thing that is. I could, in every bit of mess, I kid y'all not, I could see the masterpiece. A person that is at their lowest, at when they have absolutely not nothing, zero fifty, I could see the best in them. And I, and it's, it's bit me in the ass a lot. Let me tell you I've gotten bit in the ass a lot, but I still see the greatness in them. And that's the value of Tamara. That I could look beyond. Like I could be like, yo, he a murderer, but hey, I still <laughs> hey. I could look at people and see their beauty. I could see what they're gonna be. And I and I'm just by, by conversation. So the the moral of that story was when I saw this woman again. And this had to be I was um, I was seventeen. I was pregnant at the time. And I saw this woman. She was dressed in a suit. And she was she was an administrative assistant at a law firm. And she said, I remember you. And I was like, I, I, I don't remember you. She said, I was on drugs, strung out bad. And I was sitting there. You gave me your sandwich. I gave her my sandwich, and she said, you told me you saw something great in me. She said, I don't know what that did to me, but I went and got help. I got clean, and I went and got my life together, and I just hugged her. I was pregnant at the time, so I was real emotional, and she said, she just gave me $40. I was like, I can't take your money. I was always like this. She said, you're going to take it. Because you saw the value in me when everybody else saw me as a loser. You said, I see something great in you and I don't know what it is. And I think that's amazing. Guys, you know, it's, it's your words are everything. Stop looking at that person's mess. Please stop looking at that person's mess. Please stop looking at their very bottom. How dare you look at their bottom when your bottom is just covered up. With a pretty road, bed of roses. I'd rather look at a person. I I could see at a person at their worst. I could sit next to a homeless person and have a conversation. Because here's what I know. I was homeless once too. I was hungry once too. I was I was lost and my hair wasn't always together. My weight wasn't right. And I wasn't this and I wasn't that. i could tell you all the things that I wasn't. And not be shamed about it because you know what—in all of that—genuine good people saw the saw the value in me. And y'all better get around you some folks who see the value in your mess, right? Meaning your mess is your mess. That's something you got to work on. But they see the value in you. A lot of folks don't see that, and a lot of folks don't have time. Because they' trying to build the, their lives up and all that good stuff, but for me, I see value in people. I know that in all the poverty and all the all the 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 failures and the funk and the and the missteps and the misguidance and all of that good stuff, that we all have value. We all have value, and there's nothing or nobody that can take that away from you. Because that was gifted to you. From the moment there is purpose in every person that has been put been birthed and put in their mama womb and bursted out of their mama's big cooch, there was a reason for that. And I live by that. And I tell my kids that that there's a reason that you're here. You're not gonna get it yet. It's not gonna click, it might not click until you're fifty. It may not click until you're sixty. But if there's value in people and people want to write people's scripts and stories to say that they're just a mess. No, you're a mess because you don't learn how to see value in people. You want things to fit and form around what you think is perfect. Bullshit. Bull and shit. Everybody's not meant to be you. Everybody's packaged perfectly imperfect. They are packaged that way. Because through our mistakes, do our poverties, whatever those poverties are, through their deserts, through their mistakes, do their mess, they are made to be masterpieces. And nobody can tell me no different. You are made to be somebody dope. You are made to be a millionaire. You are made to get the things that you need to get. So how dare I tell you that you are never coming out of that hole? Y'all, some of y'all didn't mess up your opportunity because you were shitting on the, pump, the bum and that bum became a millionaire. You talked about that girl, maybe me. <laughs> you talked about her and y'all don't have an idea of the places I'm going. And I believe that and know that. And it has been confirmed on several occasions. You don't know who you're shitting on. You don't know who you gossiping about. You don't know who you tearing apart. And then some people say, try to, and, and, and here's the thing. I ain't going to even go there. But what I'm saying to y'all is, see the value in people. Stop trying to kill them with shame and bless them. Bless them with seeing the value in them. If y'all, if y'all could just do that. Some of the hell we going through is because we spoke some, some death over on people. Some of us then told some people down. Some of us then said some stuff and did some stuff and then tried to cover it up with good stuff. Can't buy value. You can't buy because it's priceless, especially when it's dealing with the eternal soul. You could buy valuable pieces of jewelry, but that stuff is just stuff. No matter how pretty the diamond is, no matter how much it's worth, at the end of the day, that's all it is: is a pretty ass diamond. It has no heart. It has no soul. It has no beat. It has no rhythm. It has absolutely not nothing. Real talk. But if you can find you you are around a genuine person, me personally. I'd rather be around a damn good person that has some flaws and shit versus being around the phony baloney and they diamonds and they nice clothes and their nice hair. F them people. F them people, they cool. There's value in them too. But I'd rather be with homegirl cause she genuine, she loyal, and she don't have she don't have much, but when I get around her, I know I'm around a genuine friend who's coming out of her mess. (laughs) I want to be around those people. That's who I want to chill with. That's who I want to roll with. I don't want to roll around the phony balonies no more. The phony balonies are just the ones that's sitting there. They (laughs) chit-chatting. They chit-chatting about you. They don't bring value to you. It's, it's nothing like having a pretty toy and that you ever buy, that you want this doll or them pair of sneakers, but they don't bring shit to you, but that they look nice. It's like no no shade to Jordan or nothing like that, right? They just look nice, but they don't bring value to you. It's just a pair of sneakers that say you got a little change or you got your stimulus check. Or you got your tax refund. <laughs> or you or you or you, your mama your mama was nice on your birthday, Christmas. That's basically what it says. But it doesn't bring value. In a household that I grew up in, five sixty one Gates Avenue, where I didn't have the nicest clothes at all, or the nicest furniture, and we were cramped and it wasn't always the, the perfect clean place. But it was it, it was mine because the people in there were valuable to me. They brought value to me. They brought love to me. They spent time with me. They nurtured me. And that is, is priceless to me. Those are the most priceless gifts that my Aunt Cookie, my Uncle kale my Uncle Hack, all of them could have ever given me was value. How dope is that? That these perfectly imperfect people with all their flaws and shit, all their mess and shit, gave me value. Nurtured a young lady that wasn't blood related. You know how dope that is? How beautiful that is? How dare I be ashamed. Of that. How dare I. I will never. And they are not here today. But those people. Gave me the very best of them. The very best of them. My cousin Angie. The very best of them. The best that they knew how. Some of y'all. Better realize that my mama gave me the gift of reading. And if nothing else, that was valuable to me. That was valuable because books saved my life. Not people, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Not people, books. Because when nobody was liking Tamara in my young life, teenage life, adulthood life, 40s, I got. I went to a book, and I went, and I am forever grateful to that good authors who wrote amazing books that changed my life, and it's why I became an author. Not for no change. Being an author don't make you rich. Well, for some people, but <laughs> for the average Joe author, it doesn't make you rich. But so I gift my books because I'm going to get back. That's what every, every book and every story that I write is for the underdog. Not for me. Not to make me look like the dopest chick in the room. I, I could give two shits about being dope, the dopest chick in the room. I want to bring value to people. I want to bring inspiration. I want to bring love and care and kindness. Because if you don't have that. You have absolutely not nothing, 050. Y'all don't have, y'all don't have nothing. Here I am surrounded by dope ass people who genuinely love me in my household. In my household. I know I'm good. I didn't realize that. I was looking for the perfect in my family. And now I accept the imperfections. I try to nurture them, try to grow them, try to I, I definitely love them. But now I welcome, listen, this is me. They're just a part of me. And I I look in the value of them. That's what I like about y'all. This is what I love about y'all. I don't understand what the, over there, what you had did right there, but oh, oh on an overall, I see the value of you. Change your mindset. Is what I learned. Stop looking for the worst in things. Stop looking at the ugly. And then the ugly find the pretty. Because even what I may think is ugly. Somebody may think is beautiful. So guys listen. Thank you so much for listening today. And I didn't do my. um, Visit me at www.tamlovestowrite.com And guys do me a favor. Do me a dope ass favor. (laughs) Listen. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And be kind to others. Support two dope organizations for me. www.outcurlsinc.org and dot com. These two organizations. Outcurls Inc. is for women of color who are going through any kind of cancer. They provide free wigs, and makeovers, um, care support for caregivers they also have a covid 19 program for cancer patients or survivors who are who may not have the funds and they need they need assistance and she will go and get cleaning supplies or whatever it is that they need or a gift card or however she does it because do me a favor support sharice walker bets organization organization <laughs> www.ourcrowsinc.org by donating. Put a little change on it. Y'all better put a little change on it. <laughs> put a little change on it. Um, sweetbuffalo716.com brings smiles to children's face, faces, and I think that's amazing. She bought a uh, two years ago, last year. Sorry, actually, she bought a smile to my son's face. Right, she brought a big smile to his face and he was forever appreciative. Also, guys, um, she has a drive right now where she's asking people to donate money to assist with children who are sick and she is getting little gifts and trinkets and toys and, and games or whatever it is they need. Do me a favor, go over to Sweet Buffalo seven one six dot com. Hit that donate button. and y'all know what I'm going to say? Put a little change on it. Put a little change on it. What? Put a little change on it. You know, I got to always put my little ghetto stuff in there. You know? Put some change on it. What? Put some change on it. Uh, uh. <laughs> so, guys, listen, let me get out of here. Let me start my morning. It is 616 and I got work to do. So, guys, stay strong. Do this quarantine. Stay happy. Find the joy in some stuff. And visit me at com And y'all take care. Bye-bye.